Welcome to happy hour. Or welcome back. <laughs> but welcome back to happy hour. Very good. It's That's been good. a little hot sec. Yeah. Um, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. Are we ever? Um, oh my God, I'm so excited that we're back. I um, am too. It's been so long out of the closet. This really feels, I missed the closet. Uh, every time I had any kind of thought, I had nowhere to put it. <laughs> I had to write it down in my iPhone notes just it's, to store it somewhere. Yeah, it was a mm. real problem, I have to say. Deeply depressing. And like when we talked, we had no real agenda. Yeah. <laughs> like what's that about? You know? We were just having flipping like, conversations. Right, just talking like normal people. I don't uh, know about that. It's a um, drag. It's a real drag, Brittany. It's a full drag. Um, <laughs> since we last potted, uh, we had our delightful um, first... Beastly shower! Yeah, I mean, I guess it was our first event. Mm, um, in person. In person IRL. In real life. I, for the longest time, I didn't know what IRL meant. Oh, Same with, you can just uh, Google those things. That's what I, I do. I know. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> but actually, for a really long time, and like a really upsettingly long time, mm-hmm. I didn't know what... T-B-H meant. Oh, to be honest. And you you use it all the time. I know, I'm a big fan of the acronym. Yeah, and so does my coworker uh, at work, Calo. Make it snappy. Yeah, he uses to be honest all the time, uh, which is a good thing. I think it means that you're being really honest with me <laughs> all the time. So they do say that you should, in like job interviews and stuff, you should never say honestly or to be honest, oh. because it's like, well, were you not being honest the rest of the time? Great point. But I say honestly all the time when I'm trying to get someone's attention. I, just, I can see them like floating away and I'm like I mean honestly though and then they're like oh here's the goss you know what's so interesting I love it so I just got off the back of doing uh, a little training event a little training you were gone for a year no yeah sorry but I'm talking about the one I recently got back okay got it so I was just in Amsterdam at doing this three-day training but part of it is called advanced facilitation Mm. and we talk about this almost very thing where you actually use there's like certain phrases you can do to like get people's attention Mm. if you've sort of lost track it's a bit of a verbal click 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 it's a verbal highlighter is what mm. it is penny oh. don't you love that <laughs> get verbal the fuck out of yeah. town so it's like the most important thing like that kind of thing starting there or like the the big idea yeah. is this or, yes you know those actually kind of i remember d saying that all the time yeah so the big idea here is yeah and that does wake people up you see people oh being God. like oh i better write that down in at any, least yeah in any meeting workshop scenario you will i mean especially if you're like me i go off on like little tangents and i'm like i find myself over explaining something or going whatever and it's like those those phrases just kind of snap you back mm, into uh, yeah and people are just like oh I'm awake and now mm. I know I should listen god damn anyway. it's hot in this closet I've it's, missed I'm, this kind of sauna effect I'm fully sweating I have under boob sweat yeah and groin sweat ooh <laughs> a bit of groin just joking sweat. it's just the under boob <laughs> yeah right <laughs> such a liar um, anyway so our, our um, event went so well though it was, did you love it it was the nicest thing in the whole wide world it was so and like nice. shout out to Monica god damn Monica Ray Scott which by the way is an excellent name I know it you, is like, she you, should write a novel 100% Penny has a great name thanks plenty back pe- plenty Penny Blackmore Penny Blackmore or Penelope Blackmore when Penelope. I want to be really serious it's really good but Monica um, Ray Scott is also a really good name oh she's a badass yeah so yeah. she reached out to us and she was like hey girls I have this amazing idea. Instead of throwing parties for women who are having babies, I want to throw parties for women who are doing things cool in business. Yeah. And we were like, hell 
Yes. Throw us a party, please. Oh. It was sponsored by Bumble, that which is so, so cool. funny because it actually inspired me to download Bumble. Cheers. <laughs> well, we should probably say, so maybe you should say that, like, you're, you, you've downloaded Bumble. That's it. Are you using it for business purposes? Yes. Fabulous. Yeah, networking and okay. friendships. Oh, that's great. Not for romance. Yeah, no, of course not. No, why would I need that? <laughs> so um, I would like to confess that although our business shower was literally one of the best nights I've had in such a long time, during the actual thing, like while we were like we were kind of on a stage and there was a QA and a we were kind of describing where the podcast came from and how, you know, we started it, blah, mm. blah, blah. I felt so so intensely uncomfortable really yes that's funny because I definitely like when Brittany and I were preparing for this thing I was like here's some questions that we'll give to Monica and if she wants to ask us those questions she can and if she doesn't she can ask us something else Mm -hmm. like we have no secret so it's very unimportant what people ask you know what I mean like it's we'll say anything including some things we probably shouldn't have said that's true um, but it wasn't being live recorded (laughs) it was not live recorded nobody knows about the story that Brittany told about me so um, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I can't believe we're still friends through that Uh that, for that I'm grateful you know what I'll do anything for a laugh but um yeah I mean like I was so I was not on point that night and I was disappointed about it I was like I could have done more I could have been more fabulous I could have said smarter things I had no inspirational people to refer to because someone was like I have a question who do you look at who inspires you and I'm like uh, that's a tough question Malala like that's so basic Penny you can do better than that Malala everybody loves Malala Malala Malala. I actually so I felt uncomfortable about it because I felt like it was a very sort of I was I was really worried that it was really self-indulgent I was like are we is this like a weird thing where these people have come and now they're like like, we're just talking about ourselves yeah who are we to just sit here and be like we did this and we did that and we suggest this you know do that all the time okay (laughs) yes yeah but then I realized because then after the fact I was talking to um uh my boyfriend and also some really close friends who all assured me that it was not self-indulgent and it didn't come across that way and I was like good thank god (laughs) but also they were like this is kind of a weird comment to come from someone who like does stand-up comedy and like stands in front of a crowd and literally yeah, you but know people people are paying for that that's a different thing yes it's and like they're coming to see you make fun of yourself that you they're nailed paying it maybe five to ten euros to that's, see you fucking rip yourself to shreds emotionally well that is and talk about your german <laughs> exactly, my German man. That is uh, pretty much exactly it, Penny. Yeah, oh. it was like I realized that these are two very different things. Like doing stand-up comedy, when you're in front of people, you have the jokes as a barrier. That's like everyone's like, really? But I feel like you're so like naked and stripped down when you're on stage trying to make no. you laugh. I'm like, no, not at all. Because I have these jokes and that is sort of this, that creates this wall between me and them. Yeah. And it also, um, like people will of course think like, oh, she's like, she doesn't think, she's, she's making fun of herself. She doesn't think yeah. she's like smart or intelligent oh, totally. or like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like, oh, I see. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. Whereas at the happy hour event, I was like, it was me. I had, there were no jokes prepared. There was, and that's me. Why, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. <laughs> you're totally right. 
It was us. It's the Britney show. <laughs> I can't I'm joking. I'm joking. And, and remember how like I was, I kept bugging you about preparing. I was like, okay, so yeah, what are yeah, we yeah. saying? What are mm-hmm. we doing? You know, and you were like, it's fine, Brit. Like we're, we're just, just gonna, free balls. We're going to go and we're going to talk about it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. And I was totally freaking out. Yeah. And it's because usually I prepare so much yeah. for those kinds of things so that I don't have to worry about like feeling like an imposter. I mean, the of. thing is that we know this subject so well, like we know exactly why we're doing it. That's true. I think we're getting a little self-indulgent now though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just FYI. Great Why point. don't we provide some value to our audience? Yours. Okay. okay, are you tell ready? Me. Tell me. Are you ready for some value audience? Tell me. We love you. Um, but also... That was an interesting point. It is an interesting point. But self-indulgent. Now we're going <laughs> to move the fuck on. Okay, so, okay, so I was having with this friend last night who is the head of product at Blinkist, who, if you don't know about Blinkist, it's this cool um, app where basically if you can't be bothered reading a whole book, you can read it in what they call a blink, which takes you 15 minutes. So they give you the, it's like crib notes yeah. of a book. Yeah. So um, I've done this many times. So Don't good. tell any of my former employers that I lied to about how many books I read. I don't <laughs> read books, especially not, I mean, I read literary books, but not workbooks. Yeah, They're so them. boring. They are really boring. <laughs> Mostly. And, and often, like, you can really get the gist of it within the, the first. In the first couple of chapters, because what all of these books do is they set out the premise they set out the argument and then they just repeat the argument in different case studies. Yeah. And you're like, I get it. Yeah. Like, is there anything at the end? No, there's not. So no. that's why you get Blinkist. You can sign up for a cute little fee, whatever. I think there's um, also get like a month or three months for free. I think so you, you do get it. a month for free. Yeah. yeah. So give it a try. This is not sponsored. We are dead broke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is broke. Oh, right. Yeah. We, we are hemorrhaging money, which is, uh, it's fun. It's like just abandoned. It's like jumping off a mountaintop. Yeah. Free fall 100%. into oblivion. Anyway, um, so I was talking to my friend. He's this kind of very smart guy. Um, and I was talking to him about my personal passion for careers. Yes. And like how I really want to lift the lid on the recruitment, the hiring process so that more people know what to apply for, what jobs are available to them, but also how to get the job they want. Um, and I said to him, like, it would be really cool if there were videos that were like a day in the life in jobs that you've never heard of. So like a lot of people, especially in the tech space, they talk about, oh, I'm a business um, analyst and that means I solve problems. And every all the language they use is really kind of obscure and really ephemeral in a way. It's kind of like, uh, okay, great, cool. Yeah. I have no idea what that means yeah. and how that translates to your day-to-day. So I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a YouTube series where you go into someone's life, like you go into Britney's life and you find out literally like everything she does in a day, but edited in a really idea. cute way. So you're not literally sitting there for eight hours watching <laughs> someone else's work day, which would be so boring. But anyway. Does it not exist? So he told me about a podcast ah. called Working and it's by Slate Media out of the US. And I actually haven't had a chance to listen to it yet because I only heard about it last night. But I'm going to listen to it. You guys listen to it. I'm very keen to know what you think. But basically, it's like a day in the life of a data analyst or a person who worked on the Batman movie or like they have a whole variety of shit. That's cool. Yeah. So it's like like traditionally kind of like unsexy roles. Yeah, but then there are some sexy ones too. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. It's a nice variety. So you can kind of go through and be like, oh, that's interesting. Like they even have one a day in the life of a waiter. 
Oh, and I'm like, yeah, of for course, sure. because like actually, when I used to work in a hospitality. A good waiter or waitress is so hard to find. It's so hard it's to find. It's a very specific skill set. So did you ever work in a Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, you worked in I was bakery, so fucking good at also, it. But also, um, my first job was at um, the Intercontinental Hotel. Oh. And so I did, like, the restaurant there. Yeah. And you weren't allowed to write any of the orders down. You just had to remember it. Hotels like that, mm. like chain hotels, are, like, legit with the training. Mm. Like, they're crazy. Yeah. I also worked at the Hyatt for, mm. like... Mm, like a month and a half until I was like I absolutely hate you know I've never oh I maybe shouldn't okay sorry maybe I shouldn't have said that so loud no but I, I mean, really think you should say it keep going okay so I actually found so I was working at that point I had took, taken a year off between university and I was working at a bunch of different restaurants um, just because I was like fuck it I'm just going to fill my calendar I've always loved working a lot right so I was like I'm making money mm. so I just got this job at the Hyatt started working and the people were legitimately so mean to me Aww. like the, it, there was like a weird click of people mm. that worked there and mm. and it was hilarious like the, this one guy who I was shadowing because you always you always like shadow someone when yeah, you're they don't serving. Let you just dive in no you mm. shadow someone for like a week he literally turned to me he's like you're not getting any of my tips and I was like yeah I know but thanks oh, like it was just like it was brutal I had a great time at my little job but what I am wondering Penny is what do you really because actually a lot of people um that I've been talking to recently in the kind of workspace are asking about like dealing with difficult colleagues like kind of oh. bitchy colleagues people who oh, are bitchy colleagues yeah oh i am the bitchy colleague <laughs> i don't know if you noticed <laughs> that's um, great it's funny because a few months ago i did this project and i probably mentioned this before but there was a stage in the project where this person who wasn't involved directly but they were kind of jumping in mm-hmm. was very rude to me and the, the people that were working on the project were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I'm like, are you kidding? This is a challenge. This is the funnest thing ever. Like, I just can't wait for the point where this person who was really rude 20 minutes ago flips over to the point where they feel really fucking bad about it. Just think of point. it as a challenge. Just know that you can make anyone like you. For sure. Yeah. I think in the, in terms of, like, when someone's being an asshole to you, it's just important to remember that probably they're not doing that it, there's something deep there's a real yeah. reason behind it's never just about the, it has nothing to the do top with level thing yeah, yeah. and also, I think also like kill them with kindness yes Agreed. ask them if you can help like really just put yourself in their face yeah. to the point where they're like I just can't be an asshole anymore yeah it's too it's exhausting yeah because this girl is literally running around after me going i'm so sorry can i help you like what you know what's yeah. the next wonderful thing i can do for you i got you lunch and I would also just like, like oh. make friends with somebody else in the office and make it like abundantly clear how fabulous you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like oh, be like God. joking and laughing all the time and make it seem the cheerleader effect <laughs> That's my. That's just how I roll. There was a point in our last job where I was like, Brittany and I have to like stop being the girls giggling in the corners. Yeah, it was a bit much. <laughs> like people literally were like, oh, like they were like, should we invite Brittany and Penny to lunch? And we're like, no, we've got plans with each other. Oh, it did get a little bit. Yeah, clicky. yeah, we, we yeah. yeah, that was an accident. Though. But you know what? It was it was an accident because we'd be then talking about podcast stuff at lunch or something, and it was there was a reason why we would like go off yeah, by ourselves. Yeah, with business. But also, um, <laughs> we were actually. I have to say really good at like 
if a new person joined Indian Smart, we would like make sure we would take them to lunch and yeah. have fun and make sure that they like got the ropes oh, and knew totally. what to do. Mm-hmm. Like I think that being actually just being that person at work who takes responsibility for like social new stuff. people, social stuff, yeah. that puts you in a really good position. Totally. And actually I would recommend that if you find that you're looking around your office and you're like, oh, this culture is really dull. Think of a ridiculous thing that you could do. Something that I did at one of my client offices a few days ago, I was like, let's have a tinfoil hat party. You know how conspiracy theorists wear those tinfoil hats? I'm like, let's just all sit down, have a few drinks, make some tinfoil hats and then walk around with them on. And everyone's like, that sounds really fun. (laughs) (laughs) So we're having a tinfoil hat party. Oh my God. I miss working with you. (laughs) I just miss you being around in the office. God, it's so fun. I'm doing random It really is fun. Okay. So, I mean... Something weird that happened to me recently. Do you tell? Basically, I feel like everyone has this feeling. So for me, I feel like sometimes I'm not disciplined enough and I'm not a hard worker. Mm. Um, I, I would say that like I give my absolute best a certain amount of hours a day, maybe like one or two hours a day, and the rest is like admin and just floating through. And I think some people, like people that we know, are crazy hard workers. And I was like, for a long time, this has really kind of plagued me. I'm like, oh, this is such an insecurity of mine because I think that to get success, you have to be a hard worker eight to 12 hours a day. Right. Um, And I was speaking to someone just recently and they were like, but why would you change what's working for you? And I'm like, Hmm. That's a great question. Great like point. this person was just like, listen, that sounds like if you're working at 100% eight hours a day, then you're going to get burnt out. For sure. And you can end up with nothing sure. left. And who can work 100% eight hours of the day? So like when I'm at my maximum, I had to think about it and I kind of wrote it down because I was trying to figure out like how many hours a day am I actually like giving 100%. Mm-hmm. And I realized it was more like four hours a day at 80% and then the next four hours are kind of like admin tasks and stuff that I've done before and stuff that I know how to do. Yeah. And that's more like 60%. So it's not even, I don't even get to 100% most of the time. The 100% gets pulled out for special occasions. Yeah. And I think it's interesting to think about it in percentages because then I think there's this kind of Silicon Valley thing but also just a general thing of like you have to give 150% and I'm like what the hell is 150% oh my god that's a lot of percents I'm so glad you said that okay literally I like so for the past three days I got back last night I was Mm. in Amsterdam working um, from basically 9am till 5pm at 100% at least maybe even over and that is insanity like it's crazy to expect yeah it was so funny because the client they kept asking they're like did you go into town did you explore like what did you see and I've been to Amsterdam before many times we've gone before together and it's like I was just like I am a dead person yeah at the end of the day I'm going to be ordering the worst room service ever Uh, yeah I'm exhausted I I can't even like I can't think my body is tired I'm just like my brain and and after three days of that Mm. like that's not healthy Mm. to work like that like it's just not good for you today I was literally like I'm not coming into work until lunchtime and like to be honest didn't do that much today but like (laughs) you know what I mean but I but I had worked so intensely for the past three days it's impossible Mm. 
impossible mm. to think, you know, that, that a person can sustain that. Yeah. Also, I really feel like the term workaholic is still glamorized. glamorized. Yeah. And actually, it's crazy because I'm currently working with a couple of startup clients and I'm watching them and some of them do this thing where they're kind of working like 9 a.m. till 6. Yeah. They eat at their desk, no break whatsoever. And then they go home, have some dinner, and then they have a sleep, and then they wake up again and they keep working for three or four hours. That's crazy. And I'm like, okay, if that was what needed to be done, I would accept it. But yeah. I'm sitting next to you all day and I'm watching what you're doing, and it's not you're not being productive at all. Yeah. You're actually, there are two calls out of five that you didn't need to do. Mm-hmm. When you're doing 120%, do you need to really sit down and think about what really desperately needs to be done and what doesn't? I'm quite lucky like that because there are a bunch of times where I'll get to 6.30 at night and I'll be like, okay, that can wait till tomorrow. Yes, exactly. Nothing's good. The world is going to burn down. Yeah. And that's just perspective, you know. Yeah. A colleague actually who I work with really struggles with this. Mm. Like he feels a lot of pressure to Mm. um, deliver kind of above and beyond constantly. Mm. It's okay if the stuff doesn't get done. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're constantly missing deadlines, it's another thing. But as long as you, like you shouldn't be working more than your allotted amount of work. You shouldn't be working on the weekends. Mm. You shouldn't be working late into the evenings every night of the week. There's exceptions. Sometimes you have to, something comes up, whatever. Yeah, I think on a case-by-case basis. Often like there have been times in my career, sure, like, you know, once a month, there's a reason for me to work um, when I get home for a couple of hours here and there. I mean, my mind doesn't figure that way. I just can't understand that kind of mentality because I'm like, nobody's going to be doing this for you Someone for free. I, yeah, totally. <laughs> Someone I also know who I think has a really good work ethic, but also sort of um, strategically kind of plans their day. The morning is always when they do their most oh, important yeah. stuff, right? Yep, yep. That's me when too. You, yeah, me too, mm. right? Like that's when you're kind of most awake, active, yeah. awake. You're like, you're at your best. You do the important stuff in the morning. Afternoon is always for like, the follow-ups, the like, admin the little stuff. thing, admin things. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a really good way to structure your day to make sure you're making the most mm. of your work time. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about that topic because I think that so many people work way too much. Mm. So I think it's, I think it's something interesting. Oh, totally. Yeah. So let's finish on this because I think this is really interesting. This is something Kenny and I talk about, uh, have talked about quite a bit. Yes. Especially because we're in an, an era where social media is, of course, kind of blurring the lines between professional and personal life. Mm-hmm. What uh, what do you do, Penny, when a client friend requests you on Facebook? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like, you can be my friend, but also prepare yourself for a total barrage of, like, very political shit, because this right? is my world. I, I'm one of those people who has one million thoughts every day and at least 200,000 of them end up on Facebook. You're, like, quite an a- active Facebook user. <laughs> I've been trying to calm it down a little bit. I'm like, nobody cares, Penny. Just stop it. No one, I, I just feel so like nobody likes anything that I put on Facebook anymore. I feel like Facebook's really? punishing me because I'd never post on it. Uh, so now when I post on it, literally Facebook shows it to like three people. Hmm. I mean, that's what I'm telling myself because I get one like. Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about audience in terms of like an audience you can promote to, mm-hmm. LinkedIn is my jam. For sure. Yeah. Like yeah. if I put something on LinkedIn, I can expect like three or 4,000 views, which is so cool. fucking great. Yeah. Okay, so a client friend requests you. What I tend to do is just leave the request in the lingering box. I, I avoid, yeah. Yeah. Because um, 
then you can just be like, oh, well, I never use Facebook. Exactly. And just make sure that your privacy settings are not letting them see anything. Privacy settings. Yeah. Very important yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. That's a good And one. also, like, just keep in mind that those people obviously don't understand the boundaries between a professional relationship and a personal relationship. Yeah. So they're not going to ever be a major decision maker in your life. Just forget about it. Don't True stop that. trying to <laughs> impress them or, like, not offend them. Yeah. Um, but I've had a lot of clients friend request me in the past and I think it happens to people like you and I because we're like kind of warm and Very personable friendly. and yeah. like friendly and so people are like oh yeah we're besties and you're like no we're really not like you're paying for my services yeah. that's a different thing it's a bit awkward um yeah so yeah I mean like the thing is I love all my clients I know I do love them I, I like to work with people that I really want to see succeed you believe in yeah, yeah that's great I think that's I think a great philosophy for yeah for doing consulting work oh for sure <gasps> keeps you motivated Can I have a little mini celebration book please do because um one of my favorite things ever and I was telling my dad about this I know this is really dorky but he was the first person I told I was like oh my god one of my favorite clients has just referred me to another major client and they've just like gotten in touch and they've told you know like it's the best feeling to know that you've impressed one person so much that they're actually referring you that's massive oh I was so happy and I was at my other consulting job and they were like you're really happy and I'm like nothing (laughs) (laughs) it's about nothing 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 I'm just grinning ear to ear oh I love that (laughs) yeah oh my god this has been such a lovely delightful little chat exciting little catch up up. Mm. the thing is um we're gonna jump into our like full-fledged kind of doing question and answer of course, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we wanted to put another little uh, snackable-sized episode. Into your ear holes. Honestly, because a lot of people said they really liked a bit of a shorter episode. Oh, did they? Yeah, but not in a bad way. didn't tell me that, Bert. Not in a bad way. In a way where they were like, it was it was a good length. We've been talking for less than 30 minutes. Well, this is a perfect size episode to, yeah. to ease us back into the, the pod. The commute is like 17 minutes, apparently. We love you guys. Thanks for listening to our episode again. I know we took a bit of a break breather over the summer holidays and thank you to penny because i like you (laughs) (laughs) well it's more than like actually i like you too (laughs) (laughs) okay see you next time okay bye